This is K-Wings Corner. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim McKinney. Episode number two for the season. Uh, with Tony Will in last week, that means uh, getting back to our weekly duties with uh, play-by-play announcer and public relations director of the K-Wings, Chris Cadeau. Uh, season opener, home opener, was over the weekend, Saturday night. Not the result we were looking for, uh, fallen to the Indy Fuel. Uh, but all things considered, um, you've spent some time talking with the coaching staff and stuff. Obviously, you know, you have your own eyes as you're calling the game. What are some encouraging signs that you saw from Saturday despite the loss? I think the energy level, number one. Um, when when you take a look at, at last season's team and one of the, the focuses was is to get bigger, stronger, tougher, right? Um, and then you see the speed of the, the skills that came in and what they were able to do. Um, it was super encouraging uh, because the things that – tend to take care of themselves, i.e., you know, not always, but for the most part, you hope, special teams, um, and then assignments when when you're playing the game and the little things, retrievals and, and body positioning and how you're working together as a cohesion, um, those, those were all, you know, kind of negative slash positives because in your mind, you're like, there's no way that once everything starts to gel that it's going to continue down this realm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the flip side to that is the aspect of looking at the fact these players are coming out of training camp, right? Um, coaches have decisions to make, but as far as overall system, things that they're going to be really pouring down their throats to get better, um, guys like Eric Bradford, he had two practices, um, those type of things, um, they're, they're going to clean up as well. So it, it's exciting while you don't want – you want that that win in the home opener to really just start pushing you forward and, and getting going. This is a special group, um, and everyone on the team uh, that that's what they keep resonating, and everybody wants to go out and and get it for Marty. So that's exciting. You know, I kind of said the same thing with um, you know Western hockey. Uh, they had their opener a couple of weeks ago. They were up in Anchorage, Alaska, and they you know they dropped the first game, uh, came back and won the second game, but. Kind of the point that I made when we talked about it on the Bronco Nation podcast was adversity. Do you think, you know, not getting that home opener, maybe it is a little bit adversity for this team, kind of teaching them, hey, things aren't always going to go your way, but if we, you know, continue to work on the things that we did positively and, you know, fix the things that we didn't do so well, you know, is it that kind of case for you? Like, they're going to take the best that they can out of the loss, you know, and kind of return it around. No, absolutely. Um, they so a good prime example of that is if if you followed preseason, right? They, Toledo comes here and you get stomped. Mm-hmm. Um, these this group is is incredibly intelligent, and and I know we we have to see all this stuff play out through the season before you're like Chris, like all right, like are we gonna believe you? But from that preseason game, the first one, I watched the coaches go through their normal. You know, sit down, tear up tape, sit with the players individually as groups, go through it, and then you remove a couple players from from that game because you need to see other players skate in the next preseason game the following night. But everybody, obviously, everybody's together absorbing everything that is being taught. 
and then they go out and and take it to Toledo in Toledo, right? And do literally watching them sitting in the booth, not broadcasting, but watching them execute and li- like I'm taking notes. I'm like, oh, that was talked about. That was great. Oh, that was talked about. That was great. And then the final result is winning is fun, um, and that's what we're hoping to see uh, going into Wednesday. Is yeah, the team just to be able to make adjustments. Uh, speaking of Wednesday, we've got what three games this week. Uh, Wednesday is a kind of a matinee game. Uh, what time does that start, and what like what is going on? Why is it so early? <laughs> Let's be real; it's it's a morning game. Um, Ten thirty a.m. start. That's the education day game. So uh, we have thousands of local students, uh, ages all the way up to high school, that are coming in, um, and we put on a show for our education day game. Uh, and we, you know, teach the game of hockey. We teach uh, different life lessons around education and things like that throughout the breaks and the intermission. But it, it's to bring the city of Kalamazoo together from uh, the school age, uh, the school age realm. And who are they playing Wednesday? Uh, so Wednesday we'll have the Cincinnati Cyclones, and okay. it's also going to be a historic game uh, because it'll be the first time in ECHL history that two coaches of color, head coaches of color, are going to coach against each other. That's just, you know, I had said something to uh, Tony the first podcast. You guys are always setting trends, doing, you know, big things and first ever type of stuff. So it's just amazing to see you guys do that. Uh, Looking at the weekend, what do we have for his game as far as games go? So Friday will be against Iowa. So we'll get a chance to see them come to town. They had a tough weekend uh, getting, you know, they're still getting stuff rolling. Uh, A lot of turnover on that team, but uh, I have a lot of confidence in that coaching staff as well to, to be able to, to really develop over this next week and to get better. Uh, that's Believe Night. So if you follow Ted Lasso, uh, it is going to be a good time. We're, we're going to pay homage to him, and you know how we do promotions. Uh, it's going to be a fun night in the event center. Uh, also on Saturday against Toledo is going to be Orange Ice. I mean, it speaks for itself. Um, we'll have a Stranger Wings promotion. That's a you know a side turn off of uh, Stranger Things. Snapback hat. Stranger Wings is going to be available. Also going to have a costume contest uh, to grab a $50 gift card. Uh, so some fun stuff. So make sure you dress up if you come into the game. Um, so I believe what the first five games of the year are all at home. Uh, so we will have more home games the following week. But, you know, kind of heading into the week, uh, as we said, three different games. What are you needing to see from this team, um, you know, from this week? Like, what are you hoping to see, I should say? I mean, I just hope to see growth and then it result um, in confidence building. And confidence building comes from from winning. Uh, if you look at the game at the home opener, there was a a good percentage of the game where they were outworking uh, and they were doing the right things to, to make it a hockey game. You take special teams away, which, you know, you're always looking at the bright side on the PR side, but if you take special teams away, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Um, and just being able, and I, I don't want to say clean stuff up, that's the cliche that you get to, uh, but I want to see them execute the things that they're working on in practice and have it result in success on the ice. Yeah, and, you know, I... I think this team, from what I saw on Saturday, like you said, you know, much closer game than the score indicates. Um, and I'm kind of with you. As long as they kind of play their game and do the things that they want to do and we see progression, like I'm in the same boat with you. Um, kind of looking ahead, I guess, at next week, just kind of a little bit of a preview. What are those two final home games before we hit the first road trip of the year? 
So you got Toledo coming back um, after that Saturday game. They're going to come back on on Friday um, and we'll get things going, which I think is, I think that right there is going to be kind of the, it's not just the measuring stick, but when you see teams two te- two times in a row, right? So mm-hmm. so say say something there, there's improvement that needs to happen from the Orange Ice game. Now you have an opportunity to match the same squads again and to go at it and really see if that improvement's there. Um, obviously, you want victories, and it's good to build off of that. And there's tons of times last season where you go down in the coaching coaching room after a victory. And there's a lot to work on. Um, so I think that's it. Continue to grow, continue to move forward, um, and then see where you land after that. Um, on the other side, uh, you know, if we look at going from Toledo, you know, that game on the 12th. Uh, so we're, we're going to go to Toledo. Oh, man. This two wheeling. Yeah. Yep. So it's two wheeling on Friday. Uh, and then on Saturday, you have Toledo. Yeah, and we're going to India, it looks like, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just mixing it up after, you know, you have Iowa and Toledo on Saturday. Then next week, you have two games. Uh, Toledo comes to town again for the second time in a row. We look for that improvement. And then it's redemption time. We get to go to Indy um, and really see how the gel has worked and match up to see if that home opener was what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Indy's a team, too, I think. You know, they're kind of on the resurgence, too. Um, so, yeah, I kind of really circle that game um, as kind of a, a really good point for the team. Um, yeah, I mean, coming through, you know, the next couple of weeks as we work through the season, we are going to get try to get some players and coaches, you know, involved. But I think at this point we just kind of let the team play, see how things go out. Um, you know, and we move from there, but, um, yeah, plenty of opportunities the next couple of weeks to see your K wings, um, at home, uh, lots of cool promotions, obviously with, you know, orange ice, stranger things, well, the stranger wings, I should say, um, just a lot of cool stuff going on at, uh, wings event center. I believe that Friday against the walleye, uh, was that a military night? I believe on the fourth. Yep, the fourth military appreciation, which holds a special place in my heart. Obviously, with my background. Oh yeah. Um, and being able to, you know, the one thing that was exciting is through the off season and all the planning processes and all the thought that goes into every night that, you know, we bring promotions, which is every home game, uh, is that it's never checking the box. Um, and as a, a veteran advocate and somebody who's sat at a state level uh, affecting legislation and, and really jumping in, the, the hardest part to really deal with is, is people jumping on board and just checking boxes. So military appreciation night here. Uh, I love that it's done right um, and excited to, to be a part of it. Yeah, uh, and I believe it's a $3 night as well. Um, and if you guys want to check on any of the promotions throughout the season for the upcoming games, obviously we're going to talk about it um, here on the podcast, but you can always go to kwings.com. Uh, you can get their, or get your tickets there as well, um, and just a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Chris and his team do a lot of cool things on social media, so if you're not following them, find them. Um, I kind of live by their Instagram page. Um, but where else are you guys on social media? Uh, so TikTok, we're starting to spin up. It's going to be a more... Uh a very, uh, I'm, I'm making an effort this season to to get us rolling and to be able to jump on some of these trends and to have fun because honestly, when, when it comes to the social media game is that 
you know, we've kind of seen how each handle has had its specific purpose and, you know, you can get great engagement and you can do fun stuff on, mm -hmm. on the other handles. But I, I believe that TikTok is a place to where, you know, you can let your hair down. Um, and that's the side, uh, especially me being the background that I have uh, from the institutions that I went to for college. Um, and then me being like, I, I'm a journalist. Like that's, that's what I, I hang my hat on. Um, and I want to be able to storytell in a way that allows people to know who these players are off the ice, personalities, and things like that. And that's how I know that, you know, there's a victory. So TikTok is, is going to be very focused. Uh, we have a great team of interns that are, um, most of them are out of Western Michigan, um, and they bring a lot of ideas. And, and from that, you know, that realm of the, you know, the demographics that we're trying to target to make sure that, you know, everybody, everybody is getting, you know, what they want out of K-Wings hockey. Um, and that's not to, to take a knock at, at the older generation, but it's to be able to to really bridge that gap. The other thing as a, a public relations director, uh, what weighs heavy on, on my heart and you know is my focus at all times is this is 48 years of tradition here, um, which is I I don't take that lightly. No. Um, and in order to to get to 50, to get to 70, to get to 80, um, there's a whole generation of young men and women who are not privy to what my generation growing up here in Michigan was with the Red Wings mm -hmm. um, and, and what what hockey town and what this state is. Mm -hmm. um, so to be able to, to catch them where they're at and, and to deliver content to them, too, is going to help bridge that gap to ensure that K-Wings hockey lives forever. Well, and I love the phrase, because you stole it right out of my mouth, bridge the gap. Um, you know, you guys do a good job. Um, you make things inclusive, like hockey is for everybody. Uh, Rainbow Ice, obviously, speaking volumes to that. That's going to be back again this year. Um, so it's like, yeah, I just, I love that you guys are trying to make it accessible, because, you know, people on social media, whatever, they may not, you know, be directly drawn in by hockey, but then they see the content that you're putting out and then it kind of pulls them in. And I love that you kind of highlight some of the players. You allow people to kind of see behind the scenes that these guys are just guys, you know, they're, they're like the rest of us an average Joe. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you're not following on social media, go do that. Um, you're really going to get an inside peek at, you know, what goes on with the K wings and here at wings event center. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on before, you know, we kind of get into this uh, gauntlet this week of three games? No, I mean, as we move forward, like this season with this podcast, we're going to start to see things develop in, in different ways that uh, is going to allow us to, to dive deeper into what you, the fans want to know. And that's the personalities of these players and coming out of that first game, um, or who these, not just who these players are as people, but what, what types of hockey players are they? Like, are they, are they on that ascension? Uh, what are they doing, you know, to get better? And, and for me in that first game, you see guys like Hunter Borba, mm -hmm. um, who's a hometown kid who, you know, no fault to Trevor Gorsuch at all, but when, you know, the momentum swing hits the way it did and Joel Martin being, you know, a goaltender at heart, like it, it wasn't anything that I think that Trevor was, you know, 
doing wrong per se. It was just the onslaught that was coming, and he had to get his goaltender out there. But then you have Hunter come in and was stellar. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what you expect out of your backup goaltender. So that storyline in itself, being a hometown kid and being able to to make the team as a as a tryout on a tryout, right, which is mm -hmm. we only kept one, essentially, uh, and him being the guy goes to tell you what he has. You got guys like Chad Nychek, who came down from Abbotsford, got his first career point, had two goals in that second preseason game, who's an absolute just lethal weapon on offense, uh, watching him develop as a defenseman as well. Uh, those things, and, and just coming down all the way through the lineup. Uh, you have Anthony Collins, who speaks for himself. I'm excited to talk about Kali as the season progresses and, and what he brings to the team. And then Brandon Sajan, who's a newcomer, who's just absolutely on fire coming up through juniors and had to battle a couple tough injuries and now is final finally healthy uh you got guys like justin murray who who's wearing the c now and kind of projecting to you guys through the broadcast and through everything that uh happens throughout the season why he was chosen to be the leader and not a knock on justin taylor at all we know that justin you know he wears that a but he is still you know, a, a major heavy hitter in that locker room. Uh, and that's not to take anything away from Justin and the leadership style. And then Joel, just watching him progress through this season and, and really reap the benefits of everything that he's earned through his career. I am, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Joel is one of my favorite people, uh, you know, in hockey in Kalamazoo. Um, so I was really excited when he got the, the bump and, you know, became the first black head coach in K-Wings history and what I think the second in ECHL. So just kind of circling the wagons, going back to you guys, just doing all these incredible things. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of K-Wings hockey this week. Um, you can check out, you know, the promotions, get your tickets, kwings.com. Uh, we will have the game on uh, WKZO. Those will be available for you uh, Wednesday uh, Saturday and Sunday or Friday Saturday with the games. So we'll do Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So we'll uh, we'll all be in there. I haven't caught any tape delays. Uh, if not, if if there are, they kind of come uh, with the scheduling of the station when it comes to, to radio type stuff, and we communicate that out to everybody. And then the backside of it is it you can watch every game on Flow Sports for a fee, um, and we're we're just ready to go at it. You stole stole my words. I was going to ask you, can you can you watch the K Wings game? Well, I mean, we we promote the radio because that I mean, WKZO is the home of K Wings hockey, um, and when it comes to to the video and and Flow Sports, it's just another added element as we progress through you know sports and technology that you know you can catch a game and you can watch it at any time. So we're we're just excited to have both partners on board. Excited to have you on for another season, Chris. Um, you know, last year was kind of a a crazy year for you. You came in like a quarter to halfway through the season and kind of had to learn on the fly. So we kind of we didn't rush you into this, but very excited to, um, like you said, as we go through the season, get to know some of these personalities on this team and uh, drinking you know. from a fire hose. Yeah, that's that's what you were doing last year. No, so it was it was it was a great experience. Um, the, to be home, right? When we talked about it on the last one, just yeah. to, to be able to do this job and like when you think about it, and it's it's for any kids out there that are listening, like this is what I dreamed about when I listened to Dan Dickerson or to Ernie Harwell or to Ken Cal and Paul Woods, Mark Champion. You know, when when sports are your life and you grow up here, to be able to bring your family back and just to be fully accepted and to jump into it, it's just it it, it is a dream come true and. 
all the things that you said about this organization, uh, they line up with my core values. Yeah. Um, you know, Tony will, and what she brings to the table. I think oh, a lot of, like you talk with Tony a lot and the people who tune in, what I think a lot of people have a hard time separating is, you know, the hockey aspect of a GM. So when, you know, negative things are happening with the team, uh, you know, it's immediately focused and shifted at her. Uh, but for what she's done in her role here has been nothing short of absolutely amazing. And I've talked about it with her season ticket holders is that, I've had a ton of heavy hitting women in my life that are mentors. Mm -hmm. And when I did the research and, you know, you apply for the job and they say you're interviewing and I did the research on her, I, I'm just as stoked now as I was back then to be able to, to be under her, to learn from her leadership and to be able to take that into my future and, and deliver it in a way that that helps other people. Yeah, absolutely. She is. I tell her all the time. She is one of my favorite people in Kalamazoo. I mean, and I have to you know kind of fall on the things that you do like she just she's just an amazing person like I, I just like she just gets it and like I just love what she does for you know hockey in Kalamazoo because I you know I feel that Kalamazoo is kind of like hockey town or hockey town junior like you know obviously Detroit with the wings and stuff but like we have western hockey who you know Let's be honest, Western's a hockey school, K-Wings. We're on our 48th season. Um, so just to see the things that she does, like, it, just, it, it blows me away every year. She comes up with something new, finds another way to outdo herself. And it's not a, P, like, not a PR bump at all. Like, when, like just, just chatting with you about this is that, like, it really, it starts from the, from the top all the way down. Uh, Bill Johnson, Ronda Stryker, uh, Brad Vandenberg, like, the – the way that they methodically allow us to do us um, and then really drive home the points of, of, of what they're looking to tag, you know, inside this hockey organization to ensure that, like, we realize that without the city of Kalamazoo and how they've wrapped their arms around us, there isn't a 49 season, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the support that they give us to be able to go out and do it, it's just, it, I'm... I have a lot of uh, just a lot of gratitude because I've been in minor league organizations that um, it's not like this. And it's not supported. No, I mean, it's not it's either not supported or everybody has a goal. But, you know, it, it just doesn't align with, with the, the revenue factor of what the team's bringing in and, and all these things. Um, but here it's like you, the kids get this like when, when we talk about people are good or you watch an NFL player that goes off you're like he's just different right just different like this organization is different it is and you are very lucky Kalamazoo that you have this you know um, there's a lot of cities our size they don't have professional sports they don't have what we have here um, so yeah, come out, support your K wings, K wings.com, get your tickets, three home games this week. Uh, we will check back in with Chris next week, kind of, you know, take a look at these games, see how the results came out. Um, and just kind of further down that trail of, uh, you know, talking about K wings hockey progress over perfection, baby. That's all we're looking for when it comes to the next week. Yep. So, uh, stay tuned to that. We'll have it right here. Um, and uh, in the meantime, go K-Wings. Let's do it. This has been another episode of the K-Wings Corner, a Midwest communications podcast.